Same old studio. <laughs> it's good to be back in the same in, studio. It's good to be back seen. in my home <laughs> where we record every week, you know, in the same place. Same exact is nothing's different. I don't know if you could look around. If you're listening, look around. It looks the same. <laughs> Wherever you're listening is probably the same. I don't know unless you moved. <laughs> no, we're in a new space. What if someone's listening and they're in our office right now? Like they're they're listening in our like, office. Well, this is weird. I'm here. I'm here. Yeah. Well, yeah, we're in a new space. We just moved in. Uh, go if you're listening. Go look at on YouTube. It looks really nice right now. <laughs> yeah, we should turn the lights off. <laughs> we should just do an episode <laughs> in the dark. Till into the dark. Till an after dark. Ew. All right. <laughs> Anyways, we're working on it. It's gonna. It, we're gonna add some stuff. It'll be cool. We're working on it. Anyway, so yeah. Let's excuse get to the our blankets. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah, hey that's, man. that's Tim's blanket from home yeah. on the wall. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's his blankie. He actually is not even for sound. He was just like, man, I would just feel more comfortable. Yeah. If I had, I I, I wanted to wrap up in it, but Jaren said that's weird. <laughs> so he'd be hanging on the wall. <laughs> No, hanging on the wall like an adult. We're grown up. What is now. that? Your childhood blanket? Be a man. Hanging on, hanging the, on the wall. <laughs> I hope this topic isn't interesting because if someone's here because of the topic, we again wasted the first two minutes being idiots. Well, um, hey man. What's up? Have you heard of Jose Canseco? Jose Canseco? Jose can say. Co. <laughs> okay. We can start over if you want to be less racist. <laughs> it inspired him because he was like, I want to live forever. The book was called Juiced Wild Times, Rampant Roids, Smash Hits, and How Baseball Got Big. You're going to tell me Obama's not juicing? <laughs> I'm just looking for equal treatment of Lloyd Ragers. I'm admitting to a lot of stuff on this podcast. <laughs> I'm admitting that I've murdered people and got away with it. Things I learned last night. Uh, All right, so Jose Canseco. Jose Canseco is uh, what some would regard the father of steroids in the MLB. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what a name, dude. <laughs> the father of steroids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Is he like the guy? Yeah, yeah. He he made steroids. He invented them. And I don't know if you're joking or not. I'm not. Well, okay. I am. You are joking. I am. He, he basically, okay, so he, it's hard to pin it down, cause, but he got into the league at the birth of the steroid era. He was a player. Yeah, he was a player. Got in the league at the birth of the steroid era, and it's hard to pin down who started it. When, when was the roid years? When was um, the late '80s through the '90s? Okay, all of the '90s. Yeah, '90s were roid, roid rage, roid, roid rage nine, roid rage. Okay, yeah. I like roid rage. Yeah. Um. So, uh, uh, the roaring roids. <laughs> so a lot of people say Canseco. Uh, it, it's hard to say he was the first who did it because it's just like which uh, team did he play for? He played for the Oakland Athletics oh. and then about a dozen teams after that. Was, but was his playing, longest run was with the Athletics. Was he playing with the Athletics when they were doing their Moneyball thing? I don't know about that. You know Moneyball? The movie? No, I don't know about that. Jonah Hill. No, Moneyball. I don't know about that. What? Yeah, where the Athletics did like a different strategy for picking players and then they ended up winning like everyone thought they were dumb and uh I have never heard of this. You never heard of this. I've so basically the strategy, the strategy was uh, we don't like the, everyone. All the other teams are expending big money on like star players, right? Yeah, and the athletics uh, there was like a finance guy who came up with this system that was all you need is players who can get on base. Oh, I've heard about that. Yeah, I've heard and about so that, they yeah. ended up winning 22 games in a row just off that system. Did they start losing after that. Yeah, I mean they haven't won a game since, you know, <laughs> But no, it worked okay. for like I 22 at, games. I looked it up. This was in 2002 was when that happened. Oh, okay. So, okay, okay. So yeah, it was uh, a little little bit after his time. Yeah, um, they did that without steroids. Can you believe it? <laughs> <laughs> that yeah. guy thought of that. No roids. Yeah, didn't need roids to think of it's, that it's really unfortunate that steroids like were such a big deal in the MLB because all these dudes from the 90s hold these massive records mm -hmm. yeah, and, it's and it's like 
A lot of people. Ah, yeah, but they were definitely juicing. the steroids. Definitely the steroids. Yeah, so what I was saying was it's it's hard to pinpoint who was the first person to bring roids into the league um, because it's, it's kind of an underground thing. You, yeah. It's, people are they're shadowy about that. They don't want you to know. Um, I heard it was a uh, high school chemistry teacher <laughs> dying of cancer, you know, yeah. just really trying to feed his family and, yep. you know, and, and then like, he, got, hey, he got swooped up in hey, the roid Barry rage Bonds. and then he was like, Hey, Barry, <laughs> you know, hey, uh, bear, bear. Okay. Uh, so, you know? uh, but a lot of people say he was definitely the one. He who, was the godfather. Who made it happen. Okay. Because he was the kind of guy who was like, hey, check this out. Um, and someone will walk over and he just jab him. <laughs> <laughs> hey, watch this. It's crazy. Now he's on vaccine. <laughs> Just out there, runs around the street. He's the dude. Hey, that's like, hey, look at this. Hey, look at this. What is he like? A street magician? What is he? The David Blaine of steroids? Where he's just like, <laughs> he's like, yeah. You just got roided. Pick a syringe, any syringe. Ew. <laughs> he's pretty crazy. The street performer is just juggling syringes. Yeah, he jabs himself about twenty times an act. <laughs> His hands are jacked. <laughs> Just world's buffest. Bro, there's like people like that though. There was a guy who came and spoke about <laughs> middle school who won the world's strongest competition for his lungs. You know? No. He's like, I have the strong yeah, he could blow up animal animal balloons and stuff <laughs> with his lungs. And the whole speech was like, don't smoke. You know? That was his whole thing where he's if like, you want to be like me. You want to have the world's strongest lungs. You know? All you gotta do is like oh ruin your gosh. marriage and divorce your wife and start speaking at middle schools, you know, and then just blow forty balloons a day. <laughs> how do you how do you stretch for that? You know, that's insane. Anyway, the dude I've had never, strong lungs. I've never heard of that. So I would not I would not put it past the strongest man competition to have, have a fingers strongest hands competition. Fingers you know? yoked. Uh. <laughs> so Jose, he, yeah, he was the kind of guy he'd hang around the locker room and just juice his friends. Um, and then all of a sudden, everybody in the league was pretty clearly on steroids. Are you doing finger pushups? Yeah, I was trying to get my hand yoked, you know, <laughs> just really working. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> so it's, it's spread. It's spread. Here, let's back it up. Let's look at there was a steroid history. pandemic. Yeah, uh, a standemic. Uh, so uh, let's, let's back it up. Uh, Jose standemic seems like something that a, a youth pastor would would be like. Hey, guys. We need to stand up for our faith. Oh gosh, we need to start a standemic in this town. Oh my gosh, that's you know a hundred percent. Yeah, I bet it's happened. I I bet bet oh for sure. You don't got to Google it. We'll back it up through his history. He was born in Cuba. Uh, His dad uh, worked for a um, like a manufacturing company in Cuba. And when Castro came into power in '59, um, uh, his dad lost his job, and they were permitted to leave the country. So he could find work. So they kind of got out in the nick of time. Okay. Moved to Miami. Um, he was one of a twin, and they both love baseball. They played baseball their whole <laughs> one life. One of a twin. Yeah. His twin's name is Ozzy. Um, Jose and Ozzy Canseco. Um, he went into high school, played a lot of baseball in high school, but was never great. Played junior varsity. Where did they move to? Miami. Okay. Was He played jun- junior varsity, and he actually was the MVP of the JV team in his junior year. So he got a chance to play senior yeah. year varsity, and he did pretty good. But it was like, was he juicing then? <laughs> he was <laughs> <high school>. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, yeah, dude, this guy's like four times the weight of everyone else on the team. <laughs> pretty crazy. It's it's nuts. I don't know how he did it, but uh, but he was like genuinely say. good at baseball. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he was decent. Like it wasn't like he was. He was like a prodigy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I mean, he didn't start varsity until his senior year. Mm-hmm. Um, and even in that and his senior year, he was only right fielder. Yeah, he was only decent, but he was good enough in 82 to be drafted by the Oakland Athletics and shifted into their feeder leagues. Okay, and so like he, he went straight from high school to the pros, um, albeit minor leagues, but was still yeah. playing in the pros um, uh, and so but he was shifted around all of their their feeder teams for the athletics. Sure, um, and he was not inspiring in the slightest. Like he was like, oh, yeah, he's, you know, you'd sit around him and you'd be like, what do you think about the future? And he's like, I don't know. Doesn't look great. You know, doesn't and you're like me. this isn't inspiring man. <laughs> His other teammates were out here like, hey, dude, if you work out your lungs and you never smoke, 
you can have the strongest lungs in the world. And he was over there just like, yeah. I doubt it. <laughs> yeah, not very inspiring to be around, you know? Uh, the kind of guy that you sit around and you go, ah, man, I, this is bleak. This is bleak. Uh, so he, he, he would have had a decent career in the minors. Is kind of where he was at. It was like you could play in the minors. You would never be. They like don't get the paid star. well in the minors, though, do they? I don't know. I don't know what the minors look like. Probably not in the eighties. I don't know. I really don't know. Um, but it was like it was like you're gonna you're gonna play a little bit. You're, you're just living on. You're living on twenty four thousand a year and the hope. Yeah, and of, the promise of maybe one <laughs> the day. The hope of maybe. And he wasn't very up. inspiring, so yeah. he was. He was like, well, I don't know. Well, he missed part of. Uh, the beginning of his 85 season okay. uh, because his mom was on her deathbed. So he flew home and she ends up dying and it inspired him because he said, you know, what? I want to be the best player of all time <laughs> for <laughs> it inspired him because he was like, I want to live forever. He sees a family member die and he's like, that's never going to happen to me. No, he wanted to honor his mother and so he wanted to become the best MLB player of all time in her name in her name. So he started doing drugs. Um, <laughs> I know how to do it. <laughs> he said. He said, "I want to honor my mother's memory." And he, he got some drugs. <laughs> and they were. They're like, "Sir, this is a hospital." Like we, we got lots. We know that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, sir, this is a, this is a, what's actually what we do here. That's great that you asked. Um, no, I like that. They're going to be like, well, you know, you could grieve differently. <laughs> yeah, uh, but you went the route of <laughs> yeah, they've got them and doctors just writing scripts. Yeah, what do you need? Yeah, <laughs> there's so, this new drug called oxy. You're gonna love it. So he goes back. He comes back from this trip roided out and it's like a 180 on a season like almost immediately. He's just playing super crazy and the whole team was like yeah, this is they're like yeah, his mom's death really inspired him. He went yeah. from not inspiring to very all inspired. he talks about is how great he's going to be. <laughs> I you know, it's contagious. I I feel so he earns the nickname, which is the most ironic nickname ever. He earns the nickname this season. The natural Expecting for that, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, like, man, he's a natural dude. Look at that. Look at that fine specimen. What? What? You just hit puberty? <laughs> You're in the, he might have. You know, he might have. You know, he's uh, what twenty one at this point. Yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, yeah, probably about twenty one. Like, man, he yeah, just he he hit a growth <laughs> spurt at twenty one. Like, wow, that's crazy, dude. And so towards the end of this, the 85 season, he ends up getting called up to the majors. Obviously. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. he comes on with the athletics. They're like, we got a prodigy down there. And so he plays 29 games with playing them. for the Oakland AAAs. <laughs> <laughs> what are they, is that what they just call their minor league team? They're just the devil. Just out of What are they? The, the Oakland double A's down there. <laughs> what are they? Uh, and so he, he only plays 29 games that season. Um, but he ends it uh, with 96 at bats and comes up with five home runs, 13 RBIs, and a batting average of 302. So okay. has a pretty pretty good season. Uh, his next season is technically his rookie year since he it's his first year. Sure, full full season, full year, and he wins wo- rookie of the year. <laughs> Wookie of the year. Wookie. <laughs> okay. He comes to the season. Considerably huge. Yeah. Like when yes. he comes out, they're like, wow, they're like, you got jacked this yeah. offseason. And he's like, yeah, I did. He's like, yeah, it's all natural. <laughs> Call me the natural. <laughs> Call me the natural. It's weird if someone gives themselves a nickname. You know, it's it's fine if someone else says it. Yeah. But if you come out and you're like, I'm the natural. Yeah, you're like, I think he's unnatural. I think something's yeah. something might he's be trying like really happen. hard to convince us that he's natural. <laughs> So in '87, his his second full season, Mark McGuire yeah. joins the league, um, who he got called up from the minors as well. Yeah. Um, Mark McGuire is pretty visibly juicing as well. Um, you no. can look at him and you say, "No, they're probably juicing." Um, and so now, uh, uh, dude, I thought that it's pretty wild that that's still a thing, though. You know, what is mean? that like this steroid use? Oh yeah. You know. Um, Cause I mean, you look at 
I, on Instagram the other day, there was two 16 year olds who are jacked, yeah. but you can always tell because they're vain. Oh, it's yeah. too big right mm-hmm. there and it's like it's like about to like burst with all the yeah. The yeah, yeah. So like there. the rock steroids. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah, definitely steroids, definitely rides. But it's interesting, like bodybuilding, um, and I only because Kurt, the guy who owns the gym, uh, he was like into like actual body bodybuilding. Yeah, you know, yeah. a while ago. Uh, but he was talking about like Arnold Schwarzenegger, you know, yeah. not a steroid user at least back in the day. Yeah, because um, the whole point of those competitions was to get your measurements exactly the same. Yeah, and now it's just about be as big as you are and lift yeah. as much as you can. Be, you know, be yoked. Strong hands. Yeah, you yeah. know, strong. But <laughs> ba- but back stronger. then, like so, compared to modern day bodybuilders, Arnold Schwarzenegger is not impressive. Mm-hmm. But what was impre- like his measurements? His measurements were, were identical. You know, so yeah. you, you he was also really strong. Well, yeah, 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 but you're also like, but the the art yeah. of it was, you know, if this one's smaller, I know I need to work out this and yeah. do different things to make all the things the yeah. same. Yeah, and then now it's just, I mean, it's why I was looking at the like the because it came up on the Discover thing, and I was like, dude, this this kid looks, his face looks too young to have his body. Yeah, probably. and I clicked, and he was like, you know, homecoming, and I'm yeah. like, bro, what the heck, man? Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. wild. Yeah, Jose gave him the. Yeah, he's like, yeah, you love my dad, Jose Canseco. <laughs> uh, so Mark McGuire and Jose quickly become two of the biggest names in the league. Oh, I thought you were going to say pals. <laughs> they become they, pals. They look across each other at the team and they go, hmm? <laughs> Your biceps are fake. Uh, natural. <laughs> they're like giving each other the nod across the field. And they're just incredible. Yeah. That year. Um, Jose, it's he, pretty wild that their performance. Would you say it was enhanced? <laughs> <laughs> this season, Jose hits thirty-one home runs. Oh my god! Mark McGuire hits forty-nine. Oh well, yeah, I mean, and honestly, I grew up a Cardinals fan. Yeah, so I was fine with it. Yeah, I was like, this is great. This is, and so they, uh, uh, they got, they started doing this thing. That's like, I, I mean, you see it all the time now, but it was that they were like, I think the pioneers of that thing where it's like, instead of like high fives, you do that thing where you like hook your arms. Have you ever seen that? We're no. like, two, like two dudes. So if you were, if you were right here, yeah. you would take your arm and oh, we'd we'd hook, hook them around. Arms. Yeah, you'd yeah. hook them right there. I can't do it because this arm doesn't. Because you don't have biceps right to do it. Yeah. No, my arms don't face. Oh, the right your arms. So oh, you okay, 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 okay. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Like sorry. Yeah, it was like you can't do it by yourself. Not yeah. like you don't have the arms for it. No, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah you yeah, don't yeah. have the arms for <laughs> it. But so they they did that thing all the time, and they got the nickname the Bash Brothers. Um, because that's what they called it. They called it the bash that they did. So McGuire and Jose would do that together. Yeah, yeah. So they would do that thing every time they'd hit they home go, runs. Yeah, they'd run out and they'd link arms like that. Um, and they got that nickname, the Bash Brothers. Everyone called them the Bash Brothers because they were bashing baseballs and bashing arms. And uh, so, and uh, <laughs> the marketing <laughs> department for the A's saw an opportunity in them. Yeah, and they start branding them as the Bash Brothers, but modeled after Smash Bros. No. That wasn't out yet. <laughs> After the Blues Brothers. Oh, the Blues Brothers was pretty popular yeah. then. And so they had them. They had them in the photo shoots where these. And I'll tell you what brands will hats. never stop doing is just taking other people's stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and they just go, "We're the Oakland A's, and these are the, these Bash, are the Brothers. Bash Brothers." So they wrote a song that was like musically to the tune of one of the songs from the Blues Brothers, but it was "We're the Bash Brothers." And the best part about the song was <laughs> the hook was don't waste time with a high five. Do the bash. <laughs> yeah, don't waste time with a high five. You know that time could be spent juicing. <laughs> like, I just love that hook. It's what's your so secret? Uh, well, I just eat healthier and uh, work out all the day. I bash a I lot. Bash. And um, uh, also steroids, the steroids help. Steroids. Yeah, steroids. Big part. Big part. Oh, yeah, that's probably honestly should have listed that first. <laughs> should have should have led with that. So, anyways, do you use steroids? Uh, <laughs> did you ask if I used? Yeah, I need new steroids. If I do, I'm using the wrong stuff. <laughs> it ain't I use taken. the stuff that this dude in my neighborhood sold me, and uh, <laughs> I don't know if it's working that well. So I think it's just essential oils. <laughs> But I'm injecting it every day. Put it in. It's just lavender. (laughs) (laughs) I've got veins full of lavender. (laughs) Yeah. Do the rash. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) Only the rash, brothers. (laughs) 
Just breaking out knives. <laughs> Tuesday, Tuesday, Tuesday. That's right. That's when new episodes drop on Patreon. <laughs> Patreon's a way to get early access to episodes and other content and exclusive merchandise. And we're not going to stop there because we got a private Discord with our hosts and producers in it for less than 17 cents a day. That's right. That's $5 a month. You too can be a Patreon supporter and not hear advertisements in this freaking podcast anymore. Text Tillin to 66866. Otherwise, I'll come to your house. I will find you. I will destroy everything that's good in your life until we're the only thing left. Anyway, here's another advertisement. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Hey, we're about halfway through quarter one, which means pretty much all of us have given up on our New Year's resolutions already. (laughs) And look, I get it. It becomes really easy this time of year to start skipping out on the things that you committed to. But I have a secret for you. Therapy can help you find your strengths so you can ditch extreme resolutions and make changes that really stick. I know my therapist helps me find all the areas where not only I need to work, but areas where I'm doing a good job and can uh, continue to excel in those areas. And it's super helpful. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire and get matched with a licensed therapist or switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Celebrate the progress you've already made. Visit betterhelp.com slash Tillin today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Tillin, T-I-L-L-N. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. This episode is brought to you by Miracle Made. Hey, it's that time of year again, which means every night you wake up in the middle of the night freezing cold, and so you get a bunch of blankets, and then you wake up a couple hours later, and you're burning up. So you take all the blankets off and repeat the cycle all night long. Well, I got good news for you. Miracle Made has the solution. Miracle Made has silver-infused fabrics that are inspired by NASA that makes the sheets thermoregulated, and they're designed to keep you at the perfect temperature all night long. So if you need to be cooler, it helps keep you cooler. If you need to be warmer, it helps keep you warmer. And it's that same silver that prevents up to 99.7% of bacterial growth, which means these sheets stay cleaner and fresher three times longer than traditional bed sheets. So no more gross odors. Go to trymiracle.com slash Tillin to try Miracle Made sheets today. And whether you're buying them for yourself or as a gift for a loved one, if you order today, you can save over 40%. And if you use our code Tillin, that's T-I-L-L-N at checkout, you'll get three free towels and save an extra 20% off. Miracle is so confident in their product that is backed by a 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you're not 100% satisfied, you'll get a full refund. Upgrade your sleep with Miracle Made. Go to trymiracle.com slash Tillin and use the code Tillin to claim your free three-piece towel set and save over 40% off. Again, that's trymiracle.com slash Tillin to treat yourself. Thanks again to Miracle Made for sponsoring this episode. So they're just dominating. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. The two of them. People just, are like, this is a wonder. The Bash brothers, Mark and Jose are running the, running the league. They're giving each other shots in the bathrooms, coming out, bashing and bashing baseball. I know you meant shots, but I, for a second I was like, <laughs> shots in the bathrooms. <laughs> They're just like Maybe. tequila. <laughs> they were, they were literally, they were the best players in the world. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Un, undisputed, and so they were all stars everywhere they went. They had the 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 star treatment, um, and they lived like very live fast, die young lifestyles. Came out pretty quick though. Um, that Live they weren't as good of friends. <laughs> it, it Bash out. Bros do it right. Live fast, die young. That's Bash their new campaign, right. and everyone's like, "The Bash Bros." They're like, "This song hasn't even come out yet for a long time." <laughs> <laughs> you took a different angle with that, and I'm really glad you did because we're gonna call that back in a minute. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> okay. So it, it came out that they weren't as close as their yeah. brand wanted them to be. They were just teammates. Yeah, obviously. Um, and so I mean, it's kind of like us, all, but they <laughs> they had to act like they were closer than they were. There yeah. were tensions. Meanwhile, Jose That's what we do here. Mark Mark is in a relationship where he thinks Jose's giving him exclusive shots in the bathroom. Jose is shooting everybody up in the bathroom. <laughs> Jose's like Mark's hey, like man, hold on. Hold on. You're doing this. You're cheating on me <laughs> and the MLB. <laughs> You're just a cheater. 
<laughs> all around. Uh, and so uh, they're 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 having an incredible run on the field. Yeah, 30 40 home runs a season. Both of them, sure. so, which is insane that two people on the same team are hitting those kinds of numbers, stealing so many bases. Uh, great job in the outfield. Oh, except for one moment. <laughs> <laughs> oh, except for what? Except for one moment. There were well, actually, all throughout his career, Jose had these moments that were just like, "Are you a professional baseball player?" Uh, like my favorite, my personal favorite. Um, he was he played the in the outfield, and there was this ball that was going to like it was going to be a close call. Is it going to go out? Is it going to be in the line? Sure. And so he jumps to get it. And he hits it with his head over the fence, and so it was a home run. He headed it <laughs> like it was soccer. <laughs> Dude, I felt that way watching the Chiefs play this season so far. Like yeah. the stuff that like Mahomes has done, yeah. you're just like, are you? I had a dream about it last night. I've been watching that Dope Six series on Hulu. Yeah, about OxyContin, and in my dream, someone was like, "Yeah, dude, Patrick Mahomes is like addicted <laughs> to Oxy now," and I was like, "That makes so much sense, actually." Um, Put that out there. So. Uh, after after that play happened, he just knocked it over the. Yeah, he he headed it. Do out. they count for his home run record? <laughs> <laughs> do they give assists? <laughs> so after he did that, a uh, professional indoor soccer team called the Harrisburg Heat sent him a contract. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> for a bit though, as a joke, right? Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's hilarious though. They're like, hey, you want to do that on our team? We're yeah, good at that stuff. For us. That's funny, man. Would you? I mean, that would suck though, because you know he's just mad all the time because of the steroids. Mm-hmm. But you know, then you get like roasted, and yeah. luckily the internet didn't exist then, because Twitter would have destroyed his self-esteem. Yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. But off the field, um, Mark is whatever. Like he has his roid rage incidents, but they're not terrible. Yeah. Jose, on the other hand, murdered three people. <laughs> is a man, madman. Um, oh, did he murder somebody? No, he didn't. Okay, I was uh, gonna say, did I make a joke about that? Okay, no, good. he didn't murder anyone. Um, but that we know of. He had he had a lot of roid rage incidents where he just okay. freaked out on reporters, was screaming, yelling, throwing stuff, you know, whatever. Um, but he also had some crazy other incidents. Like one time, um, the cops tried to pull him over for going 140 miles an hour, uh, <laughs> and he led them on a 15 miles police chase. Uh, <laughs> and the athletics were like, "Bro, you can't do that." He's like, why? <laughs> He's like, give me one good reason. Another time, he was in a fight with his wife, so he went outside and he rammed his car into her BMW. Uh, yeah, but who hasn't? <laughs> you know, what was the fight about? Let's hear it out. Let's hear him I, out. I don't know what the fight was. Another time, and and he actually was charged uh, for hitting his wife, but those charges oh. were dropped by her. But it's uh, you know, so there's a lot of a lot of sketchy stuff happening. An interviewer he rammed his car into her car. Yeah, he just ran his car. I've like, thought about doing that to you so many times, though, <laughs> and like not even in an angry way, you know, but just for fun. It'd be funny if I but did just for fun later on down the road. Uh, it came out that he was on steroids after his retirement and an interviewer asked him mm. about all these things that happened and they're like, do you think that's because of the steroids and he said <laughs> he said you can't blame steroids for every angry outburst from a person. He said, what do you do if someone goes crazy and murders a bunch of people and they're not on steroids? You can't say steroids are the problem. And so the interviewer is like, so are you saying you're the problem? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, hey, 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 you're playing the steroids, but have you met my wife? She sucks. She sucks. You know, he's like, do, you're like, are you doing a Seinfeld impersonation right now? He's like, she sucks. You know, hey, you know, and, and like, you're like, it just seems like you're uncomfortable with this question. Ah, steroids. steroids. You know, so after after the, in the middle of the 92 season, you're this, the has problem. Been, this has been happening a lot. Uh, Maybe that's what is needed, though. You know, it finally got him to some introspection. You know, where he's like, maybe I am the problem. Maybe I am the problem. And uh, and that's that is why I suggest if you're having marital problems, steroids might be the solution. <laughs> you know, because you can't find Jesus until you reach the end yeah, of yourself. You have to get some roid rage in there. You have to get a testimony. You got to get yourself a testimony. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't have a testimony yet. I'm out looking for my test. That's why we call it when we walk someone through. Uh, you know, Romans three twenty three, Romans six twenty three. It's called the Romans roid. So. <laughs> I, don't know, I was trying to make as many steroid jokes again. Like, hey, that's my job in this. So uh, after after in the middle of the ninety two season, yeah. uh, uh, the A's were basically like, you know what? Uh, 
this is getting too much. We're on to you. Yeah. Well, it wasn't so much. We were on to you. They were cool with turning a blind eye to the steroids back then. It was more of a you're a liability because of the cop chases and the beating your wife thing. Like if you could stop doing all this crazy stuff, we're happy for you to break the rules in the NLB. (laughs) Just don't break the rules in real life. (laughs) Yeah, we didn't like that. You, uh, you know, shanked that second baseman, (laughs) Um, but we love the RBIs. You know, yeah. If you're gonna shank someone, do it with a syringe and someone on our team. It. <laughs> <laughs> we get it. You gotta shank people sometimes. Yeah, we get it. I mean, we get it. You know, <laughs> it's the MLB. You're not in the double A's anymore. So he goes and he jumps around for the next like ten years. Um, plays with the Rangers, the Red Sox, um, and oh, hold on. Plays the Rangers, the Red Sox for a few years, and then in '97, the Athletics management was like, "Remember, remember the Bash <laughs> Brothers? Yeah, those were good times, weren't they? Those were great." And so they called up Mark McGuire, and <laughs> they called up Jose Canseco, and they're like, "You guys want to reunite and bring back the good old days?" Uh, and so they did it. They brought him back, uh, and it would. They they had a good year. They did well. Um, but it was still the same kind of drama and they're like, yeah, we shouldn't have have done this. So they ended up letting them both walk. He goes to the Blue Jays, then the Rays, then the Yankees and the White Sox and then ends up going to the minors and plays in the minors for yeah. pretty much until now. Um, He's still playing. <laughs> yeah. Shut up. Yeah, uh, we got a 40 think- <laughs> year career His his last. Okay, so his last time he was on a depth chart. He's I think he's still trying to play. Um, his last year on a depth chart was 2017. Um, oh wait, no, 2018. 2018. Um, he did also play in a couple amateur leagues in 2011 and 2016, which is really funny to me. <laughs> like he just went out for the rec league. Who's that <laughs> 60 year old man over here? <clears throat> I got it. His biceps are gigantic, though. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing else to. I mean, his legs are scrawny. He can barely walk. He looks like freaking Popeye out there. <laughs> so, anyways, so he's had, he's having this career where it's like, I mean, he should go to the Hall of Fame, right? He's had, yeah, an insane most. His average home run count every throughout his whole career was forty. Average, average, which means he got like fifty some seasons. Well, no, he was like forty. I think his highest was forty-seven. Okay, um, but still, he was like in the thirties, forties, and at the lowest in like the twenties most seasons, unless he was injured. Um, and so he had just a really incredible career. Granted, he had some help um, <laughs> from who? <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. I think uh, the front office. Uh, <laughs> um. So, anyways, when did he get found out? Well, in 2005, uh, he wrote a book called book, if I did it. The book was called <laughs> juiced wild times rampant roids smash hits and how baseball got big uh, and in that book he outed everybody. Oh, he no. was just like, yeah, yeah, I gave He's that like, guy. Yeah, we were in the bathroom. I gave that just... guy roids. I gave that guy roids. I just called him by name like Practically half the league, <laughs> uh, and he's like, he's like, he's like, yeah, everybody did roids. He's everybody. like, he's like, we all did steroids. Um, you think Barack Obama will be president without me? <laughs> he's just. I gave him roids in the bathroom right before the primary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we thought you were talking about a different Barry. No, it's Barry. Yeah, no, I, I juiced Barry. Bonds, Obama. <laughs> You're gonna tell me Obama's not juicing. <laughs> <laughs> and so, uh, and so he writes this book, and obviously, so many MLB players are really mad at him after this. Yeah, they're like, "What? <laughs> yeah, do, like, do they do they deny it, like, bro?" Yeah, they all denied it. Oh, really? It ends up leading to this like congressional hearing where the freaking Congress they're is all like, over there like, "No, no, we've never done steroids. Uh uh-uh. <laughs> uh, uh-uh, not us. Not do I look like I do steroids? Do I look like? <laughs> Say I do it one more time. <laughs> Say it. 
I dare you! Like you just you, know, like, you got a guy running like play, playing demolition derby in the parking lot with everyone's cars, windows down, just like I don't do steroids. Right? He's just demolishing him, and everyone's just like looking at like, yes, this guy's. I he does steroids. He's right? like, pretty obvious, right? Yeah, like it's yeah, pretty yeah. clear. We can convict this one. <laughs> so. uh uh, in this congressional I hurt hearing, my voice to do every other player denies their use in steroids. Yeah, obviously, obviously. Uh, Mark McGuire is my favorite though because Mark McGuire every question his response was I don't want to talk about the past which is a pretty obvious way to say yeah, I did it. I just want to talk about the future <laughs> dude. If I ever go down for murder, which I will uh, <laughs> if, I ever, if I ever go down for it. <laughs> Um, then that's how my in my interrogation they're gonna be like, "What did you do?" And I'm like, "I don't really want to talk about the past." I don't, I don't want to talk about I the just, past. You know, I just feel like how's the point? Talking about. Can I be honest with you, officers? I just feel like you're dwelling in the past, you know. And I just really would love to push you guys to the future, yeah, or off a cliff. One of the two. Would love to push you somewhere. Though. Push you somewhere. So, uh, in 2007, after his book came out, he got six votes, six Hall of Fame votes. Um, which is one percent of the ballots. You need at least five percent um, to stay on the ballot for the next year. So he missed his shot yeah. at, at the Hall of Fame, um, and from that point forward, he claims that the MLB was blackballing him and saying, "We're we're keeping you out. You can't be involved." Um, and even like he wasn't invited back to a lot of different events, like back at the stadium, until the they won a World Series in '89. I didn't mention that they actually went to the World Series three year, straight years. They won in '89. And, and at the anniversary of that, the 20th anniversary of that, he went. Mark McGuire didn't come because he knew he was going to be there. He didn't want to see him. So Mark McGuire and him are like mortal enemies now. Um, they're roid enemies. Um, it's it's tough to see the bash bros. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Become the the bash foes. <laughs> I was wondering where you're gonna go with that. I was well, I was wondering too. I didn't see it. Mind. I was like, where, where is he? Yeah, I came up with it and said it. <clears throat> I was, I was, I was just trusting that my brain was gonna get there by the end of the sentence. And yeah. you know what? Came through that time because of all that practice you do. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so annoying. I practice comedy. What about it? <laughs> all right. So, uh, uh, so he misses his chance. Uh, at the yeah. Hall of Fame, which he deserved. I mean, he did a lot of steroids. He deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Shut up. Here's Are you thing. kidding me right here's now? The thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Well, if everybody was juicing, that's the thing. If anybody, knew if anybody that got angle. the Come Hall on, of Fame dude. Are you in that me? era, then he deserved it too. Yeah, I don't think they should be in there. If, if look, here's my thing. If if you're gonna say this guy can't get in the Hall of Fame because he juiced, then everybody that in that era has. I'll to put be him in the Hall, Hall of Fame, Fame, but we don't get to put him by Jose uh, Canseco. <laughs> He's got to go in as the unnatural. <laughs> the unnatural. Look, it, and, and here's what I'm saying. If if we want to take, if we, we can set up a juice era Hall of Fame, He's a, he can be a part of that Hall of Fame. It's a separate hall at the hall. So you're saying to me, it's a secondary hall. It's an offshoot hall. Wouldn't it just be like the you know. The Hall of Infame, you know. <laughs> the Hall of Blame. The Hall, yeah, <laughs> you know, just like I mean, I, I mean, here's the thing. I, I I will say it is cheating, um, clearly. But it's I'm glad hard. we can agree on it's, that. It's hard when you're like, okay, so many other players who did it are in the Hall of Fame, and he had an amazing career. He was the best in the world at the time. Why is he not getting recognized for it? Because he cheated. I mean, yeah, but so many other people who cheated are in the Hall of Fame. I hope your kids they never listen to this. For it. I know. It's fine. They can mace themselves over it. <laughs> <laughs> but dad, everybody else did it. Everyone was doing it. That's the message I'm you're not, sending. I'm not saying you're not sending saying the message okay. that everyone I'm was doing. I'm not saying it's okay because everyone was doing it. Actually, can I'm I run our finances? I would <laughs> like to run our finances if that's possible. I just want to make sure that you know. Because you've been doing it, but I would like to take over that. If that's cool, I'm just cool. saying if everyone else is doing it and they're getting recognized, everybody's doing it. it. Everybody's doing I'm it. I'm not saying it's okay. I'm just saying this guy deserves to get the recognition that everyone else is getting the same recognition because he godfathered it. I believe <laughs> that everyone else deserves to get the same recognition that he's getting, which is not in the Hall of that's Fame. That's what I'm saying. That I'm saying the same thing. I'm saying if these get people are in the Hall of Fame, he deserves to be in too. But if he's going to be out, they all need to be out too. I'm just looking for equal treatment of roid ragers. 
Okay. Love Tillin Podcast and want to support the show? Well, you can support us by buying Tillin Podcast merch and wearing it out in the wild. We have tees, hoodies, shirts, and so much more in our merch store. We also have exclusive merch for every single episode, but those are limited, so make sure you get them while you can. Text Tillin to 66866 to support the show. Thank you so much. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Man, today I'm having one of those days where I'm just about at the end of the day and I'm thinking, man, I wish I had more time. Have you ever had a day like that where you're like, oh, there's not enough hours in the day? But that got me thinking, what would I do if I had more hours in the day? And the reality is most of us would probably fill it up with the same stuff and at the end say, man, I wish I had more hours in the day. The reality is, if you're not making time for the things that you want to make time for, there's other stuff that's going to squeeze its way in, and you're going to find yourself wishing you were spending time on other stuff anyways. That's where therapy can be helpful. Uh, Having someone you can talk to to say, hey, what are my priorities in my life, and how do I make those priorities in my life, and someone who can hold you accountable to keeping those priorities priorities. I know my counselor and I have been on a journey for a few years now, and it's been so helpful to have someone to talk and sort through life with. Uh, I can't recommend it enough. I say this a lot, but I cannot recommend therapy enough. If you're thinking of starting therapy, maybe give BetterHelp a try. It's 100% online. It's designed from the top to bottom to be convenient. Uh, And you can fit literally any schedule. Speaking of schedules, BetterHelp fits literally any schedule. So it's super valuable for people like me (laughs) who have a hard time fitting things into their schedule. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash Tillin today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Tillin, T-I-L-L-N. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. Here's what he said about it, though. Um, he was he was asked about uh, uh, whether or not he thought he should be included. Um, and, and his answer was his thought was for the coming generations. And so he's he's like he's like I really don't think they were like today. hey what do you think about future years? And he was like I only want to talk about the past. <laughs> He was like, he's like these kids. He said the kids coming up now. He said they don't need steroids to become good players. Yeah, we uh, took enough of them, so now our kids just <laughs> naturally have steroids in them. They don't need the juice anymore. He said. He said this is a quote. He said we overemphasize the steroids and uh, and not the athletic ability and skills of these people. He said we're taking away the hard work an athlete puts in and saying he became great just because of the steroids. Let me give you a perfect example. This is a direct quote. This is a direct quote. He says. <laughs> I have an identical twin brother, Ozzy. He is the closest thing to me genetically, and in my prime, I was a super athlete. My twin brother used the same chemicals, same workouts, the same nutrition. Why didn't he make it in the big leagues? That's the perfect example that we are giving steroids way too much credit. If steroids are that great, it would have made him a superstar too, but Ozzy sucked. <laughs> I added that last part. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, he would have been a superstar too, but Ozzy sucked. <laughs> You know, and Ozzy's there for the interview, and Ozzy's just like also gigantic, and it's like he's like yeah he's like he's like it even gave me the 140 mile an hour police chase. I rammed a BMW with my car. He said we we did all the same. Ozzy's like I did everything he did. I'm serving 20 years in prison right now. Speaking of other things that they did together, oh no, uh, they got in a fight out of a nightclub outside of a nightclub in Miami. Um, which, with each other? No, with some random dudes. Okay, and they beat the tar out of them. Oh yeah, because um, the other dudes weren't on steroids. Yeah, one they were on steroids. Two, we haven't mentioned this yet, but Jose Canseco is a black belt um, in jujitsu, also a self-proclaimed nunchuck expert. <laughs> All right, hold on. It's, so, here's the question, right? I think everyone's listening is having. You're saying that the nunchuck expert plays a role in this fight outside a club, which means that he <laughs> did he have his nunchucks at the club? I don't think so. It's unsubstantiated. You're just like you're just sitting here. You're like, <laughs> I think I got, I think I got nunchucks over there. <laughs> and someone's like, hey, sh- 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 don't talk about the nunchucks. Don't talk about his nunchucks. All right. <laughs> Don't mention the chucks. He's on steroids, right? <laughs> Lots of steroids. 
Maybe he's hiding. The, maybe he's hiding the syringes inside the nunchucks. That's what it is. He's just <laughs> <laughs> like a freaking epipen of steroids. <laughs> <laughs> that was an epipen joke for uh, Michael over here. So after after his uh, after his. Uh, uh, professional baseball career. I guess not professional because he still, still was playing professionally, but after his MLB career ended, um, he did the same thing Logan Paul did after he was not relevant and he just started challenging YouTube <laughs> no, he just started challenging a bunch of fam- famous people to fights. Oh, of course. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and so uh, <laughs> hey you me nunchucks <laughs> outside this club. So he calls uh, he calls up a former uh, what year is this? Uh, 2008. He calls up a guy by the name of Vi Zikahama. Uh, Who was big in 2008? What's he calling up? Uh, <clears throat> oh, listen to the people who he called up. Uh, so he called Vi Zikahama, uh, who was a fighter. Uh, Calls the Numa Numa guy from YouTube, <laughs> right? <laughs> 2007. Numa Numa. Hey. I don't want to <laughs> fight that guy. <laughs> he saw the video. All the rest of us were like, Numa Numa. Hey. Numa Numa. He's like, I'm going to fight hey. that guy. <laughs> He's like, yeah. He's watching it alone, 3 a.m. in his boxers in his living room. You know that movie scene where it's just the glow just of the computer? Gripping his nunchucks so hard. <laughs> like denting fingerprints in his nunchucks. <laughs> he calls his publicist the next morning. He's like, give me the Numa Numa guy. <laughs> and they're like, the who? The Numa Numa guy. Oh, you haven't seen that yet? Let me send you a link. <laughs> I want to fight him. <laughs> <laughs> he broke four laptops because this video. <laughs> so he he challenges this guy to a fight. Vice Sikahama. Uh, okay. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that. It uh, took place on July 12th in Atlantic City. Um, uh, challenge fight with the prize of thirty thousand dollars. Is it a boxing match or is it just boxing. this is okay? Um, uh, <laughs> uh, he got knocked out in the first round. Um, <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Uh, uh, so then uh, <laughs> I love we watched the UFC fight. I, I loved whatever that dude's name was the street Jesus guy. Oh, yeah, who yeah, was yeah, just yeah. like I'm the best fighter in the world blah, 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 blah. and his like the guy he was fighting against it cut to his interview and <laughs> so the guy true. was just like he is no competition to me and I was like <laughs> that guy's gonna <laughs> obliterate this man like cuz yeah, I mean like yeah, I love when yeah. like one fighter is just like oh, like, yeah, super oh yeah, and then the other one is just like I if not even trained for this fight, I will win. So after <laughs> after he lost that fight the following year uh, in January, he challenges uh, radio personality and former child actor Danny Bonaduce. Mm. <laughs> Why? <laughs> yeah, what's that kid from Home Alone doing? <laughs> he's listening to the radio. He's like, I want to fight that guy. <laughs> I want to fight that guy. I want to fight the kid from Home Alone. Give me the kid from Secondhand Lions too. Haley Joel Osment. Let's get him. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's just name it what? So he ends up he ends up fighting Danny uh, in a celebrity. They just agree, they, they just, they just agree to yeah, it. Be like, yeah, sure, let's fight. Freaking Alonzo, <laughs> what's his face? Carlton is just like doing it because yeah, he's juicing. You. I'll fight you. Have you seen Alonzo? Whatever his face is. No. Look up Carlton now. He got, he definitely got connected to Jose Canseco. Oh my gosh. Let's see. Um. Let me look up biceps. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, your search history. Your search history just said Fresh Prince Carlton biceps. <laughs> That's getting sent to your accountability partner. I'll tell you that. <laughs> freaking, freaking Covenant Eyes is like that's messed up, dude. <laughs> Like we gotta send this to everybody. You're getting you're getting your AG stuff revoked, man. Over Fresh Prince Carlton biceps. They are pretty big, though. <laughs> okay. You know, say that. <laughs> okay, so who else is he fighting? Just give me a list. Uh, Kimbo so, Slice. So he fights one more guy, just another fighter. He, he loses all of them. Actually, the, the Danny one was a draw. Oh. Um, so doesn't have a great fighting career. 
<clears throat> Meanwhile, he gets a divorce. It was pretty nasty. Um, falls into some financial issues. Ends up getting his house uh, uh, foreclosed on and Ugh. goes into a kind yeah. of a, a bit of a spiral. Spin, yeah. yeah, a bit of a spiral. Um, <laughs> uh, ends up. Uh, gosh, I was laughing so hard. I'm out of breath. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the Carlton clearly man. not a roid user. <laughs> uh, so uh, <laughs> and then in October of 2014. Um, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> he actually shot off one of his fingers. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, and then in uh, in 2019, uh, he opens up a car wash in Las Vegas, which uh, every Wednesday he does autographs. <laughs> Get a at car the car wash, wash in Vegas, still. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you go get your car wash, get yourself a. Hey, you did your honeymoon in Vegas? Did you go? I didn't know it was there. Oh. Actually, my honeymoon was before that. Um, before the car wash opened. Yeah, the car wash. He opened, opened that car wash in the last two years. Yeah, he opened it in 2019. <laughs> uh, and actually, at the beginning of this year, he fought Billy Football, the Barstool fo- sports guy. Uh, got knocked out in the first round. Uh, <laughs> I love this. So he went back. Went back. To Would fight. he fight me? I'm sure. Challenge him. Hey, <laughs> Jose Canseco. All right. Anybody if you want to fight? I'll tell you right now. I'll fight you with one finger tied down. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a fair fight. Do the John Cena thing. <laughs> I'll cut one of them oh off. I don't care. Gosh. I would a, cut a finger off for the bit. <laughs> um, he had a handful of well, handful. <laughs> <laughs> he had. Uh, he had a handful of legal problems throughout the two thousands. Yeah. Um, some like. <laughs> Uh, vehicle stuff, uh, a couple allegations that ended up being dropped, um, and then uh, he did have to spend a month in jail because um, he was on probation and he tested positive for steroids during that period. So he did do some jail. You time. can't use steroids on probation. <laughs> no. Uh, also, can uh, you use ibuprofen on probation? What can you? <laughs> can, what can you not do? Where's the, the line? Hardest drug Where's you the can line? Use yeah, that's kind probation. of a serious question, but whatever. <laughs> Just want to know for when I'm on probation. <laughs> Yeah, I'm admitting to a lot of stuff on this <laughs> podcast. I'm admitting that I've murdered people and got away with it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, put that out there. <clears throat> so uh, uh, <laughs> and then he uh, he had a few uh, uh, um, reality TV stints. Yeah, obviously um, he had a show in 2008 called Jose Canseco uh, last shot chronicles. He got a show. Yeah, he got a show about him trying to make it back into the MLB <laughs> from the miners at what like 47. It's a long shot guys, but I'm going to go for it. So He's like good. We can use that, but we'll call it last shot um, <laughs> uh, and he was on celebrity apprentice. Um, he ended up leaving early because his father got sick. Uh, he was on celebrity apprentice. Yeah, he was on celebrity apprentice. He's met a president. Yeah, um, but I'm going to be honest this all of this pales into the real reason why I brought this guy up. <laughs> oh, we haven't even got through the real reason yet. Uh, uh, one more thing before we jump into this in a thir- in his 30 for 30. We're interview, jumping into another thing. This is a long episode. It'll be a second. Uh, okay, uh, before we jump in and <laughs> this is my favorite quote from him uh, and and his 30 for 30. Can interview. we put one of his quotes on the wall? Yeah, actually, let's do this one. It is 30 for 30 interview. He called Tommy Lasorda, who was the manager of the Dodgers. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he seemed like the type of guy who just didn't know what was going on. <laughs> he called him a chubby little fat troll who was the worst Humpty Dumpty pasta eating moron I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> he just take every like he just went. Here's what he did, right? <laughs> He went down to the locals bus stop where middle schoolers were hanging out and he's like, give me your insults. Come on. Hey, what's trending? What do we right got? Now? What do we got right now? What do we got right now? And they're like, well, we call this kid Humpty Dumpty. You know, he's like, all right, good, 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 good. What else we got? You know what? Can you send that to me? I'd like, I have a new uh, Twitter bio that I would like to. <laughs> yeah, I'm literally just gonna. It's a tweet, so I'll send it directly to you. Did he tweet it? 
Uh, no, somebody quote tweeted him because oh, nice. uh, it was in his 30 for 30 interview. Yeah, I would like to get that as one of those like, you know, Hobby Lobby quotes. If we can put that up on <laughs> yeah, our that wall. That would be here. awesome. Um, so he also somewhere after his MLB career uh, got really into aliens. Is this what we're jumping? <laughs> <laughs> Is this a joke? No, he got really into aliens uh, and he was convinced in multiple interviews. He said that the aliens he's been in communication with the aliens and they they're trying to teach us time travel but our bodies aren't ready. How for does it, it always come to this? How how do you do this? How is it that the whole time <laughs> I'm like this is a normal episode <laughs> and at the very end you sneak in some alien stuff dude. Listen to this. Listen to this. you got all this. Are you this. kidding me right now? He, and he, he said he said they've been trying to teach us how to time travel. I met aliens once they were some <laughs> pigeon brain Humpty Dumpties. I'll tell you that like what are you talking about? He said but first he said we have to change our body composition. Our bodies cannot handle time travel with the way they are. Right That's now. why I've been using steroids <laughs> for decades. I think that was kind of his point. that was his whole thing was I like guys was normal people can't do it. You know Here's only us naturals. Here's a quote. He said aliens have been trying to teach us how to time travel, but first we have to change our body composition, which we are not willing to do. We've tried with animals and it has failed. <laughs> I don't know what he means by that. He didn't elaborate. We've what tried with animals tried means. Yeah. What if we try with animals? Mean? He later said he later said time travel puts 42,651 pounds of pressure on human skeletal structure. He said if you can de- detach the human brain from the body and equalize the pressure, it could be done. But then he tweets our science is totally irrelevant to aliens and here's here's my favorite part of of this whole thing is uh, what is today Today's is Friday. Yeah, okay. How, can we can y'all look up some flights to uh, Vegas for uh, Wednesday morning for me, please. <laughs> I've just got some questions. Well, uh, bro, wait till you hear this. It is at the time of this recording. It's October 29th. It, if you're listening to this, I think it's Thanksgiving. So happy Thanksgiving. I hope this has been a blessing <laughs> if you're to listening you. to this. Happy Thanksgiving. Okay. I hope this is a blessing to you, but at the time of recording this four days ago, Jose Canseco was in a plane crash. Uh, <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> he was in a plane crash and it crashed into the water uh, <laughs> and he tweeted after this plane crash. He said from the water. He said in the ocean right now. <laughs> he tweeted flying to New York this morning. My plane crashed, so I was swimming to my appearance. He had an appearance in New York. He couldn't miss swimming to it. <laughs> yeah, so he, he crashed to the water. He started swimming. To He's New like York. all right y'all just free. Are you kidding me ditch, right now? Ditch the crew. Ditch the pilot. Ditch the He's plane. like which way is New York? <laughs> <laughs> and they were like in the water like on the little seats They're on the seats that are like I think it's that way. Um, dude, if you just wait, we just put a flare out, but he's like I don't have time to wait. I know that you regular old humans <laughs> will just hang out here as shark bait, you know, but I'm prime meat down here. They're going to try to get me first. I got to get out of here, you know, which way is New York? Cool. And then just dives. He goes, he makes a dolphin noise and then dove down. He's <laughs> swimming to his event in New York. Shut up. What does the rest of the tweet say? As I was swimming, a light beamed down from space. Shut up. I was swimming to my appearance, and aliens picked me up, and they're dropping me off at my appearance at one o'clock today. See you guys then. He is on the spacecraft tweeting. Hey guys, <laughs> the aliens care about my speaking schedule. I dove into the water. The aliens were like, "Well, this doesn't match up with his Google Calendar." I hate that everything with you comes back to aliens. Can I just say it again? Are you kidding me right now? Did he make it to a speaking event? Yeah, he did. <laughs> Walks in soaking wet. Stretched. Like uh, Jose, why are you He's just do you need dripping a towel? all over the He's stage? Like, no, I'm fine. He's like, no, this is evidence. <laughs> Don't drive me off. Don't you dare drive me off. What was off. he speaking at? The same thing that the Blink 182 guy was speaking at. <laughs> What is this? He's just speaking at the the American Legion Hall <laughs> for like six people who believe in ghosts and aliens. The aliens picked him out of the water. Yeah, the article uh, the article says 
thankfully his friends were there and so they picked him out of the water and got him to his appointment on time but jose blames the aliens so i'm not sure it's unclear to me if jose thinks his friends are aliens or (laughs) if he actually got picked up by aliens or if he knows his friends are aliens (laughs) you know i know you guys are aliens in disguise he's like oh and that's what didn't make the book in 2005 They're like, listen, the fine, out us for out. steroids, but don't tell everyone Mark is an alien, okay? <laughs> Are you kidding me right now? Oh my gosh, four days ago, man. I was so happy when I found and that. Delivered to a speaking event by aliens. That's what we're going with. <sighs> oh man, <clears throat> that speaking event is a fiddle off. Things I Learned Last Night is a production of Space Tim Media, produced by Christian Taylor, audio by Alex Garnett, video by Connor Betts, our graphics and our logo by Caleb Goldberg, and our social media is run by Caleb Walker. Our hosts are Jaron Myers and Tim Stone. Follow us on your favorite social media platform at Tillin Podcast. That's T-I-L-L-N Podcast. Remember to tell all your friends about us, and we'll see you next Tuesday for another episode of Things I Learned Last Night. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Hey, we're about halfway through quarter one, which means pretty much all of us have given up on our New Year's resolutions already. (laughs) And look, I get it. It becomes really easy this time of year to start skipping out on the things that you committed to. But I have a secret for you. Therapy can help you find your strengths so you can ditch extreme resolutions and make changes that really stick. I know my therapist helps me find all the areas where not only I need to work, but areas where I'm doing a good job and can uh, continue to excel in those areas. And it's super helpful. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire and get matched with a licensed therapist or switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Celebrate the progress you've already made. Visit betterhelp.com slash Tillin today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Tillin, T-I-L-L-N. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode.